Zach Bryan tickets are free coming up at 740 here on 98.5 The Bull. Uh, we talked a little bit yesterday about uh, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are going to do some kind of charity fight. Uh, could this be real or are they just putting us all on? I don't know. You've dug into it. Does it seem like it's going to happen? According to Reuters, it looks like um, they, they're going to do it. I can't. I just don't understand. Uh, Elon Musk tweeted out or X'd out, whatever the new term is. I'm getting an MRI of my neck and upper back tomorrow. May require surgery before the fight can happen. We'll know this week. You can't get surgery and then I have a fight right after that. Are they crazy up there? You don't see two billionaires doing this ever. And by the way, Mark Zuckerberg, this is a guy who has a rule about eating that he's got to kill his own animal, you know, himself and stuff. And then he also has a PhD in fighting. What? He goes out... What is it, jujitsu or something like that? He he's obsessed with that kind of stuff. Elon Musk does not look in shape to me. It's saying Zuck versus Musk fight will be live streamed on X. All proceeds will go to charity for veterans. So I guess they're actually going through with this. Wow. You and I got into an MMA ring. Re- remember that where yeah. we trained for an hour and then we got in there. That stuff will kill you. Oh, yeah. It, it, it wears you out. 30 seconds. You just completely you, like have a heart attack almost just trying to get started. So Mark Zuckerberg, 39, uh, would be taking on Elon Musk, 52, fresh out of surgery. <laughs> <laughs> what the Vegas odds are going to look on that one? <laughs> I can't believe they're like, hey, uh, we're going to fight, but first I got to get an MRI. <laughs> look how my back looked at. It might have to have some surgery, and then we're getting in the ring together. <laughs> we'll get in after that. That's crazy. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull. You like this rain in the morning? Kind of nice in a way. You wouldn't want it every morning, but here and there, it's kind of nice. Kind of romantic. Okay. I was just thinking all the way over here, Tyga. I'd like to go in a, to a romantic place with a lady. You would? Oh, yeah. You know. Uh, because through uh, the working at, in radio and stuff, me and you have gone to, I think we've gone, have we gone to two Sandals locations? We had to go for like a, a record for label thing for work. Yeah. I think I've been to Sandals. <laughs> With Tag twice. It's a, it's a couple's resort, but we yeah. but we had to go work at it, so we did go to the beach together. <laughs> yeah, I remember one, yeah, and then uh, Tag likes to sail a lot, so there was a catamaran out there, and uh, I got on that catamaran with Tag, and we were hoping nobody would see us. The sunset. We go sailing around the island, and we look up, and who was it out there? Kip Moore. Kip Moore, like very manly Kip Moore's out there, and I'm, you know, on a romantic boat ride with Tag. I've been <laughs> to France with my dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All these romantic yeah, locations. Like, I want to go to a dudes. romantic place with a lady one day. Yeah. One thing that did happen uh, at the time, I was dating someone in Nashville. And at Sandals, they had a silent auction one night. So I had a, you know, Sandals has unlimited food and drinks. Highlight the drinks. So they had a silent auction for another trip to Sandals. So I bought this thing, this, this additional vacation. Lady I was dating at the time, at the time, we were still going out. By the time it came around to be able to go, me and this lady are not dating anymore, not getting along, my ex-girlfriend at the time. So I'm like, well, what do I do? I can't just get rid of this trip. I guess I will take her. You went to, so far, you've, you and I have been to uh, beach resorts twice. You mm-hmm. went to France with your dad, and then the next trip was a romantic trip with your ex-girlfriend who y'all did we, not we, we get along. We were not getting along at all. So much <laughs> so, we were there at that sandals, and uh, she likes to scuba dive. And she was sitting there and reading what all you could do with the sandals. And one thing was scuba diving with sharks. 
She goes, hey, uh, do you think I should scuba dive with the sharks? Not that I was like, yeah, you should 100% <laughs> scuba dive with those sharks, please. But I think one day I'm going to uh, maybe go to a romantic place with a lady. Maybe so. Uh, it just hasn't been in the cards for you. So maybe you'll go with a lady you like or not a dude. Yeah, it would be nice to go to, like, you know, beautiful small towns in Paris drinking fine wines and eating at excellent restaurants without your dad. <laughs> right. So, well, you got to find a lady first. Yeah. That's, like, first on this checklist. You've been to Europe before. Whenever you go eat, they don't, uh, you know, they take their sweet time. It's, like, two or three hours. It's not like here where after 40 minutes you're kind of like, uh, dude, we've been here for a while. Over there, 40 minutes, and you hadn't even done anything yet. <laughs> I know. They take forever, and uh, my dad didn't understand that. He's like, oh! Waiter! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with that, Daniel. Yeah, one of these days, buddy. Oh, romantic Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Got some big tickets coming up at 740, don't we, Daniel? We sure do. Zach Bryan, hard ticket to get, but we got it at 740 here on 98.5 The Bull. Another battle royale for those. Uh, Tyke had a very stressful day yesterday. I, of course, had a normal, uh, <laughs> pretty stressful day myself, Tyke. Took yeah. two naps, went to Wingstop, and... Uh, uh, how was the line at Wingstop? Was it okay? Ordered on the app. Now <laughs> I've got the Wingstop app. Look at me. <laughs> you got Good McDonald's, Lord. you got Wingstop. I know. I got to get rid of these apps. I need something, that, you know, how like if you fall down, your watch will ask you if you're all right? Yeah. I need something where if I'm in an accident and some type of impact that could be life-threatening that would delete these embarrassing apps off my phone. <laughs> like, are you okay? Do you need us to call 911 or delete the McDonald's and Wingstop app off your phone so you don't seem like a huge loser? Well, like a lot of us uh, in life have, I had a busy, stressful, stressful, stress after stress kind of day. And I come in and I tell you about it and then... Uh, you took two naps and went to Wingstop. Yeah. Well, and also I had a, bit, a pretty stressful day too. Something was on my mind real hard, you know, how you, you can't like seem to relax if something's in your brain. Mm -hmm. And uh, the question I had yesterday was, is pretzels bread? <laughs> like if you, <laughs> if, you know, if you go to like the movie or the, uh, like a baseball stadium, that big giant pretzel, is that considered to be bread? This is uh, what you have the luxury of worrying about. It's a about. burden, buddy. I'm just like that Robert Oppenheimer. These are the things I wonder. Uh -huh. But like for real though, is pretzels bread? I don't. I don't know the answer. But hmm. uh, well, don't like, start thinking about it. Like many people who have kids, and you're running around, and you got work, and all this, uh, we don't have the luxury of thinking is pretzel a bread. Yeah, y'all worry about foolish things like will Tulsa schools lose their accreditation? And I'm worried if uh, is pretzels bread. <laughs> You know, you got, you got an interesting life. You've got a different life than most people, Daniel. Well, the other day I went to a Melting Pot and had that uh, cheese, which, by the way, this is not a paid advertisement for Melting Pot, but if you go there during happy hour and sit in the bar area, the cheese and the uh, chocolate at Melting Pot, half off. Is that right? Yeah, so that's a really good deal. But they bring out what I thought was bread, but I can't tell if it was pretzels or bread. And <laughs> is pretzels bread? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I hope you get to the bottom of it. I know that you uh, must don't be. Worry. Well, you're not losing any sleep over it because this guy goes and sleeps like a cat. My, I talked to my cat, and that cat goes, man, Daniel sure sleeps a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, buddy, you know, YOLO. You only live <laughs> once. Right. Better get some sleep. And uh, we got one more chance. Well, I got two more chances, but your next chance to win tickets to see Zach Bryan. Do you know what we need to do right now, though, in order to uh, – in yeah. final preparations for the Zach Bryan tickets. We've got tickets to Thomas Rhett. He's going to be at the Paycom Center on the 17th of this month, which is uh, uh, nine days from now. And if you can make it out to the Paycom Center and you'd like to go see Thomas Rhett, 
Call me right now, 918-879-9898. Uh, you will inform me if pretzels is bread. Okay. If you can let me know, uh, you got the tickets. 918-879-9898. This is 98.5 The Bull. Baby, don't you, don't Some, you. Some uh, Thomas Rhett tickets, Daniel. Been giving away those all week, and... Uh, it's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, good morning. Who's this? This is Megan. Good morning. Good morning, Megan. How are you? I'm doing well. Megan, I've got a couple of questions for you. Uh, the first one is, uh, can you make it to the Paycom Center on the 17th to see Thomas Rhett? I sure can. Now, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Is pretzels bread? It is bread. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. That, no that, I'm not. Uh, I had no, uh, I was not leaning one way or the other. But uh, you hear that, Tyke? It is, in fact, bread. Wait a second now. Hold on. Uh, the big boys you get at the ballpark, mm-hmm. I would say that's bread. But what about the ones that come in the, you know, the small ones you buy, come out of the bag? That seems more like cracker. Is that a bread? I would still call it a bread because a crouton is still a bread. Oh. I mean, technically, a cracker is kind of a bread, too, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you so, think that's what everybody at the concert will be talking about before Thomas Rhett comes out? Yes. It'll be the topic of conversation. All right. Thomas but is going to address it on stage. Mustard <laughs> or cheese? Yeah. <laughs> what if Thomas Rhett did come out and just discuss it, and, and then he's got such a beautiful family that he got into an argument about his pretzels bread with his wife, and then they all split up? He, uh, he comes out on stage, and he's like, listen, anybody who doesn't think pretzels is bread, just leave now. <laughs> He takes like a stand. Yeah, I would love that. Okay. Right. Well, Megan, I, I think you've cleared it up. We'll give you the final word. You do say pretzels is, in fact, bread. Who are you going to take the show with you? Um, I think I'm going to take my sister. Pretty windy morning for a lot of us. It's 98.5 The Bull. Zach Bryan tickets are free this morning at 740. Hey, Daniel. Zach, you used to be in a, a position to where you hired people. Uh, when we first met, you actually are the guy that hired me at this radio station we worked at down in Alabama. So you know what it's like to hire and be in charge of employees. And you probably had some weird excuses for people calling out, right? Yeah, we would have that. Some weird stuff. Like mm-hmm. what's one of the more weirder ones? Uh, well, one lady um, called and left a voicemail about 3 a.m. <laughs> I and she this goes, uh, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it to work. I've got a stomach virus. Yeah. And I'm like, she just got hammered, man. Yeah, she drank too much stomach virus the night before. Like, if <laughs> you're going like, to call in sick, like don't. Like, I knew she was lying. Don't call in sick at, like, 3 in the morning. Yeah, it was on voicemail. Like, oh, my God. have a call at 3 a.m. That was the drunkest lady I think hey, I've ever heard. Like, I'm not going to be able to make it. Hey. <laughs> um, I've got, uh, there's a, t- a Twitter account or an X account, whatever, called uh, Historic Vids. And they have found a 3,200-year-old attendance sheet taken at work in ancient Egypt. This is for real. This is not, you know, like a joke or anything like that. It was a script that was written on limestone in red and black ink, and it provided reasons that the workers were out. So it was the name of the worker and the reason for them being absent. This is 3,200 years ago, ancient Egypt. Uh, One guy was out one day because a scorpion bit him. Oh. Now, that's a legitimate I'll give you these excuses. You let me know if they're legitimate or not, all right? Okay. I uh, I would accept that ex- excuse. All right. Uh, another guy out that day, his wife is bleeding. I'll take that one. Another guy. This is not funny. Another guy out one day, he had to embalm his brother. Strengthening the door. That's not a good reason. Do that on your own time. <laughs> right. Uh, one guy was out 3,200 years ago because he was suffering with his eye. 
All right. Uh, one guy wasn't able to make it in because he was with the uh, cons making remedies. The cons? Yeah. Like the, the outlaws? Uh, that's your business. I don't know. Whoa. You want those cons coming after you? Plus, you might need some remedies. Uh, one guy actually called in sick, or whatever that word would be, uh, 3,200 years ago. He's brewing beer. You're going to want beer, man, back in the day. Yeah, but do that on your own time. Uh, after you drive home from work. Another guy was libating with his father. <laughs> hey, Miss Work, just because you want to talk to your dad. I thought libating is drinking if you drink libations. Well, they're definitely not. I guess it's just the same because like, another... Why didn't they come up with better excuses? Like, what would you say? It's ancient Egypt. They well, we talked do, about but... this. There are certain things that if you just say it, no one will have any questions, right? Mm-hmm. What is like a good blanket thing that your boss would doesn't even want to discuss? Um, yeah, I don't see anything like that on this list. Like something that would be just a little embarrassing. Anything like they missed the bus? No. Another guy. This must be very popular. The drinking, drinking with Kansu. <laughs> threw Kansu under the bus. Yeah, but you can't. <laughs> Poor Kansu. Yeah, if you're gonna call in, you need to call in with something just a little embarrassing. Like slight diarrhea. Nothing like major. Just but hey, man, not feeling too good today. Have slight, very slight diarrhea. <laughs> They're not going to ask any more questions. Right. And if it's slight, <laughs> then you don't look bad. <laughs> yeah, man. Need a favor with Jelly Roll. Daniel, uh, speaking of God, uh, sometimes when you're new to town, uh, you got to find a new uh, way to work and you got to find uh, new schools. And you also, I was new in town and uh, had to find a new church, Daniel. Mm-hmm. And uh, But there... Uh, I go to this church, and some churches during the Lord's Prayer, you know, Our Father who art in heaven, some churches you hold hands during that. Some churches you don't hold hands during that. And I find myself as the church service goes on not even paying attention to the sermon because now I'm just worried that when we get to the Lord's Prayer, am I going to hold hands with people or not? Well, but Tiger's... Catholic, and I don't think in all churches they do the Lord's Prayer. Uh, some I've been to Protestant churches, and some do, and whoa, some whoa, whoa, don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't be going to Protestant churches. Well, of course I've been to Protestant <laughs> churches. I'd never, I'd never been to a, um, a Catholic mass before, and I went with you once, and I didn't know the routines. What, what is the word? It's not routines, but the you guys do things like that, like the the Lord's Prayer, and you guys stand up and sit down a lot, and yeah, I there's was a lot unaware. Of that going on. Yeah. Um, but in some of the times, you guys will say the Lord's Prayer together and hold hands? Yes, uh, everybody will hold the person's hand next to them. Well, I get I get to the church, and um, it's not very full, and but I end up next to this couple, and right next to me is this very beautiful lady and her very handsome boyfriend or husband. I don't know, but it's just the three of us in this whole row. And um, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, like there's no sign that says in this church we hold hands. You just don't know until it happens. And so we get to the point where we're going to do the Lord's Prayer. And I am freaking because I don't know whether to reach over and grab this very beautiful lady's hand or or be rude and not hold her hand, you mm-hmm. know, because then you would look bad if you didn't hold her hand. And uh, so the prayer is about to start. I and mean, we're like counting down like a space shuttle launch three, two. I see some commotion with some hands. So I say, ah, hand-holding church. Grab her hand. And by the time we got to who art in heaven, I realized nobody's holding hands except me and this beautiful lady. And she's not even holding her husband's hand. Wait, how did you realize that? How did I realize what? That, that everybody wasn't holding hands. Well, we were the three in a row, but there was tons of people in the church. You guys don't close your eyes during a prayer? 
Well, I didn't because I wanted to see what was going on. <laughs> no, you are prayer paper. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm holding this lady's <laughs> hand, like who I don't know, and we're the only two people in the church holding hands. I'm dying during this. I I can't. It's you so think you were dying? She's probably like yeah, she's uh, like what in the world? Yeah, is going on, and um and then communion happens about 15 minutes before the end of the service. And um, as soon as I got communion, I ran like a young mule. I just left the church because okay. I didn't know what to do. I think you couldn't have handled that worse. <laughs> I walked right out. You can't just run like a young mule after the uh, Lord's I wasn't going to stay for the announcements and things. I, you know, I was trying to get away from that lady. I think the issue is your little prayer paper here. When, when they say the blessing at a mill, are you the one like looking around to oh, see yeah. who's also a prayer paper? Of course I'm a prayer and then, paper. And then you report? Yeah, I want to see uh, what's going on out there. Sometimes awkward going to a different church or the way people do different things. Because I went to that mass with you, and you didn't prepare me. You should have gave me a little preparation of uh, all the standing up and the sitting down. Because mm-hmm. I've not been to a church like that. So what is it that they do? And they're all like, and the Lord spaketh. And then you guys all repeat something together. And I'm just trying to, like, lip sync it because I don't know yeah. what y'all are saying. Well, a lot of churches do. Um, some people call it, like, fellowship or whatever. But they invite you to turn around and shake hands with other people. Right. You know, in the church and, and say. And at that time, it was, they would say, peace be with you. Yeah, that's what, yeah. I went with you and they said, all right, now it's time for the fellowship uh and <laughs> why, why does again, the priest sound like he's a king because <laughs> <laughs> i was so intimidated i couldn't really focus because there was too much you know kneeling and standing up and sitting down but then y'all did something where's it called godspeed <laughs> or was it peace be with yeah, you yeah we went to peace be with godspeed and ty didn't prepare me so uh you're supposed to turn around and shake everybody's hand around you right and i did that and everybody would go peace be with you i didn't know what to say back so I said, thank you. <laughs> and after about 10 peace be with you's, I realized I'm supposed to also and say and with you. you too or something yeah, like yeah. that. But they were like, peace be with you. And I was like, thank you. Peace be with you. Thank you. Peace be with you. Thank you. Yeah, when you go to different churches, it, it can be intimidating. Do you get a little uh, prayer intimidation? Like if you were asked to say the blessing mm, in a place? Mm. <laughs> oh, I remember one Christmas, my brother-in-law, they asked him to say the blessing at Christmas. That's a lot of pressure because you're just right. there hanging out in your goofy sweaters, and there's there's people there, and now you're on the spot. Well, they ask him to say the blessing is in my gra- my granny's house, so there's like 40 people in there, and they say, "Russ, would you please say the blessing?" And he's getting a little stage fright at this point. Of course, I don't blame him. He blanked, <laughs> and what he blanked on, he forgot Jesus's name. <laughs> I just want to thank you. uh, So, yeah, he's like, uh, uh, (laughs) Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for sending your son. (laughs) Jerry. (laughs) I feel bad for him. I felt so bad for the guy. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 15 minutes away from Zach Bryan tickets. If you've been wondering how to get them, well, we, we've got them in 15 minutes here on 98.5 The Bull. Don't forget, it's that big battle royale where we'll get four people on the line, and the last man standing or woman would win. Uh, my mom, the other day, last week, I got her those hearing aids, or she got herself those hearing aids, I should say. Now they're, they're sold over the counter. You can go to Sam's or Costco and get them, and finally she did because I had read an article that said if you have – any issues with cognitive decline, if you get hearing aids, it'll reduce that by 50%, which is a lot. Yeah, so people who can't hear, they start to feel isolated, and yeah. it messes you up cognitively. 
starting to feel a little jealous because of what all these things will do now. She uh, she can go to a crowded restaurant, and even I can't hear in a crowded restaurant anymore, and uh, push a button, and it'll drown out all the background noise. Isn't that amazing? That's crazy. I mean, I think we need that. You especially need it. I'm, I'm that guy who goes out to um, restaurants with people, and they're having a conversation, and I just have to sort of nod in agreement sometimes. I can hear you fine right now with no noise. Same. But with background... I'm really having a tough time. Ty can't hear, and he'll look at me, and if you have a signal, you always put your hand up your ear, and I'm like your grandson. I have to tell you what they were saying at the party. I mean, at what point do we consider that we might should get hearing aids? I guess go get a hearing test, but these hearing aids are amazing. It's not like the old school thing you saw in the 80s, and uh, you just turn it up real loud. Now they connect to your phone, so even like when I call my mom... She's got her phone in her hand, but it's coming through her hearing aid somehow. Also, wow. television. Yeah, like that would be nice just to have at your house. Cause... Exactly, because when my son goes to sleep, mm-hmm. it's hard to watch a movie, and we got a pretty small house, and you know, you want to turn it up and hear the action. But if I could just have something in my ear, like you know, like just like AirPods that connect to your TV. I go to your house, and uh, you are watching TV almost with no volume, and you've got those subtitles on. Yeah. What is the deal with that? Well, I'm trying to be quiet. And if the TV's low volume, then I have to uh, read what's going on. I don't recall my parents ever being that considerate uh, that <laughs> that they would turn the television down oh, and I put know. on subtitles. Well, what are you doing over there? I guess I'm being courteous. Um, well, this guy ain't the Prince of Persia, if, you know. <laughs> I remember that my mom would watch TV so loud, and one of her favorite shows, and I'm in bed, and I'm eight or nine years old in a dark room and trying to fall asleep. My mom would watch that Unsolved Mysteries you know, Ooh. and I could hear that guy. That would be a little scary. Yeah. And it's real loud. Yeah, they didn't have common courtesy back then, I guess. I will say when my mom comes to visit, she'll come every now and again. And uh, before she had these hearing aids, she liked to go to sleep to Westerns. I don't know why, but everybody that seems like they're 60s and 70s love Westerns. So she, I guess there's like a Gunsmoke channel. So she would go to sleep watching Westerns. Well, she's coming to visit you here in right. Tulsa, and you got to get up and do the morning show. Right, and, you know, pretty small house. And uh, she liked to watch the Westerns, I'd say, at full blast. <laughs> do you know how hard it is to go to sleep when it's like, well, those Westerns back in the day, they had two things. They were riddled with gunshots, gunfire. Even the name of the show was Gunsmoke, so you know all they are just firing guns nonstop. And then they would always have these, what would you call it whenever a show, like, changes scenes and they do, like, some violin playing, like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that I'd have to hear that like sheriff. Sure. <laughs> 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 Ty and Daniel on 985 the pool. Well, Dana, I'm glad you're looking out for your mom's health, but we can always look out for our own health. And we should. Dana went to the doctor once. The guy said, Hey, listen, I'm gonna put you on blood pressure medication unless you lose 10 pounds. And you decided, hey, I'll just lose the weight. Red Mountain Weight Loss can help you get there. It's good for your health. You feel better, you may look better. Red Mountain Weight Loss. Remember when you were young, Tig? You'd do anything you could to gain weight. You couldn't gain it. When I was when I was young, I was like the bean pole, you know, mm-hmm. chicken legs and all that. I could not gain weight. And then somewhere in my thirties, it's not even your fault. Your metabolism slows down, metabolism. and you don't even change anything that you do, but you just start putting yeah. on pounds. My dad used to give me something called Brewer's yeast to try to eat to try to gain weight, and uh, didn't work. But then all of a sudden, I hit about thirty. Boom, body like Jabba the Hutt. So. That's because my metabolism had slowed way down. Well, Red Mountain Weight Loss has metabolism boosters. Yes, and they've got a program called RM3. You're not going to just talk to somebody who works there. You're talking to a doctor. 
and they get to know you, get to know your goals, and then if they put you on a medication, that comes to your house. So you never leave your house. The doctor calls you, sends the medication. You can get started now, today, even if you want. You could do it this moment. Pound 250, keyword, Red Mountain Weight Loss. Pound 250, keyword, Red Mountain Weight Loss. Zach Bryan tickets are free right now. Hey, now. One good way to get free tickets. We got them today. We got them tomorrow. Welcome into the 98.5 The Bullfight Battle Royale brought to you by Optimum Complete. Dana, we have some folks on the line. It's sudden death, right? Yes, it's sudden death, guys. Uh, We will go through all of these questions. If you get a question wrong, you can just hang up because you have been eliminated. We'll start with Jessica today. How are you, Jessica? What do you do for a living? I work at Quick Trip. You work at Quick Trip? Oh, my gosh. The story yes. she I has. could talk to you for hours. Which, I, which location yes. do you work at? Um, actually, right now, I'm up at the corporate office. Oh, okay. No, okay. Not uh, not out in the old battlefield. <laughs> I would love to hear a, yes. um, a podcast called Tales of the Quick Trip, because I bet they oh, see we, it all. We have enough stories, yes. Uh, Corey is online, too. How are you today? Corey, what do you do for a living? I'm doing good. I'm a commercial contractor. All right. And uh, how do you deal with the heat out there? It's brutal. You work in a Speedo at the construction site? <laughs> as much as I can. Okay, good. And uh, also, Ronnie is on the line. Ronnie, what do you do for a living? Uh, I install and fabricate uh, granite and countertops. All right. So an easy job. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> granite. That's heavy. Is that the hot new thing uh, in your kitchen? Is it granite? Is that what everybody uses? Yeah, mostly. Granite, uh, quartz, quartzite, stuff like that. Nice looking rock. Nice. All right, guys. Well, uh, again, sudden elimination. If you get one right, you can just hang up. And the get one wrong. Yeah, if you get one wrong, uh, you must hang up. We will start with Jessica. First question. In what party game might you hear the phrase, right foot blue? Twister. Twister is correct. Corey, what are Casper and Slimer? Ghosts. Ghosts, correct. Ronnie, what's the lowest rank in the U.S. Army? Private. Private is correct. Uh, Type check with the FCC. Are we able to say private on the air? You are not. Uh Uh-oh. Jessica, what country attacked Pearl Harbor in 1941? Japan. Correct. Corey, where does Peter Pan live? Wonderland. Corey, I'm sorry. That would be Never Neverland. He's, right. just, he's out. He's All out, right. yeah. Ronnie, it's between you and Jessica now. Yeah, yeah. R- Ronnie, what was the name of Geppetto's puppet who came to life? Pinocchio. Pinocchio is correct. Jessica. Yes. Get my questions in order here. What country's capital is Havana? Oh. Cuba. Dang it. Cuba is correct. Oh, I was right. Yeah, you, yeah. (laughs) She just guessed. That was a close one there. Uh, Ronnie. What is the antonym of maximum? Minimum. Minimum is correct. Jessica. What does the B in base jumping stand for? What? 
Bottom. Stands for building. Okay. People that building. do base jumps jump off buildings. Okay. Well, so now we have a victor, right? Yes. Ronnie uh, is the victor this morning. The 98.5, the Bullfight Battle Royale brought to you by Optimum Complete. Uh, Ronnie, who are you going to take to the show with you? Uh, my wife, Shelby. All right. Well, Shelby should be very excited. Uh, that show is sold out. And uh, now you have won tickets for Shelby and you to go. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, right. it's a hard ticket to get, brother. So congratulations on that. We got another chance tomorrow, Daniel. 740 with another bullfight battle royale with Tiger Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, I have, um, everybody does this in their career, I think. Um, but, you know, you have like a LinkedIn and you try to get like a professional picture made. It's 98.5 The Bull. We're doing headshots next week, Daniel, mm -hmm. which is basically professional pictures of us. When I got my hair cut yesterday, um, do you see a problem with my hair if you look at the back of it? No, this is right before our headshots. Are you worried that, uh, yeah, I see it. You know, I, I see your hair. You have to point to where your hair is. You, you've got a little where you were tan. Yeah. Have you ever had yeah. that happen where you had longer hair and I've been out in the sun the entire summer mm -hmm. and then I went and got, and now I got this white line everywhere. So um, you're going to have to come over and tan me. Not happening. But uh, I will say that a headshot, typically they take a picture of the front of your face, not the back of your head. Yes, but it's around my ears. If you're going to get headshots and they're taking the back, pictures of the back of your head, you have gone to a wrong place, buddy. <laughs> my ears, too. Uh, one time, <laughs> I think we had to do this before uh, years ago, and it was the middle of winter, and we wanted to look tan for some pictures or something, and I decided I was going to go to the tanning parlor and get a spray tan. And I, I don't know, I, it was just uncomfortable being the only guy in there, and it's like a bunch of ladies, and, you know, I, I don't know. And But I looked across the room, and there wasn't another guy in the waiting room. And I thought to myself, oh, good, I'm not the only guy here. Uh, the other guy in the waiting room was Daniel. I we, was we, about we, to go <laughs> on a cruise or something, and so I went and got a tan. But I didn't do the spray tan. I did the old-fashioned, you know, just funny, regular like, tan. I thought, oh, good. And, oh, wait, it's the guy I already know. So What did you do one time you went and got a spray tan, and you asked them for the darkest... They, yeah, they ask this question. They go, uh, so do you want light, medium, or dark? And I go, well, you know, I'm getting tan, so let's go dark, baby. And uh, Well, woo. you did. I mean, you were like tan mom. Remember that lady from the news <laughs> yeah. a long time ago? Yeah. You uh, were orange almost. That's I right. think Tig would walk around uh, his neighborhood and, like, rabbits would chase him, thinking he was a big giant <laughs> carrot. What, what did you ask for? Like, you straight up orange, right? the darkest, and then your knuckles get all messed up from it. I mean, it's just... You, I, you know what? Uh, get the smell of a spray tan is appalling it, to me. It lasts what for is two that? days on you, too. Even if you shower, it's got that, like... What thing, is that so. smell, though? Uh, whatever the chemical is. I don't work there. You're like, hey, uh, just spray something all over me that smells like burnt hair and make sure I look real orange. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull. Back tomorrow with more Zach Bryan tickets at 740. Hey, Daniel. Well, did you see what happened at our home state of Alabama, Ty? There oh was uh, that, that uh, riverboat. Fight that broke out? That was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that. I guess what happened was there was this a family on a pontoon boat there at the river. And uh, like you said, they probably spent all day out there on that pontoon boat drinking and hanging out. And for some reason, they parked wherever the river boat was supposed to park. And I don't mean like a regular boat. This is like a old school river boat. Yeah, the big paddle on the back and all right. that stuff. Guess they got into a fight with one of the members of the staff of the river boat. And they all kind of jumped on him. And then the riverboat starts pulling up, and the entire staff standing on the uh, the decks of the riverboat waiting to get off to go fight these people. 
and they still didn't leave. And it took the riverboat like five minutes to park. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they take off? You mean the guys on the pontoon boat? Yeah. Yeah, they like did. Like, if I see a ship full of people trying to come fight me, I'm leaving. <laughs> and it's not like the riverboat just whipped in there like a speedboat, like Miami Vice. You knew they were like coming. slowly, like, and it took five minutes, and they just stayed there. Oh, my God. It's like uh, when you see stories, uh, there was a story in Myrtle Beach once about these two people that got into a fight, and the um, the guy went to his tr- trunk of his car and brought out, like, an axe. If you're about to fight with somebody and they go to get into their trunk they're not getting brownies out it's gonna be a weapon (laughs) run away yeah so if you see somebody heading towards their trunk that's your chance to to skedaddle and if you see a ship a riverboat (laughs) with angry people (laughs) standing to wait to get off to to fight you run away go ahead and leave yeah. yeah they had the whole family out there trying to fight with these people oh man it was so bad how embarrassing I've never seen anything like that I I've seen these fights and those websites that are dedicated to um, showing videos of fights in parking lots and that kind of stuff. I've never seen something like I saw. This this is an unbelievable video where a, a whole ship gets off and fights these people. I haven't seen anything like it. I just, I'm trying to, in my brain, think what was going through their minds, why they didn't skedaddle when the riverboat. <laughs> now, the staff of a riverboat is not two people. This is a riverboat. There's 30, 40 people waiting to get off there to try to fight you. And they had like Nana. All you got to do is uh, Google riverboat fight. You don't have to Google it. It's everywhere. It's just everywhere now. How yeah. embarrassing for our home state, though. Yeah. Really? It's, uh, it's pretty bad. And then like lawsuits now. It's going to be nuts. Lots of arrests coming. It's not you found the bull. Dana, I had a stray dog hanging out in my neighborhood, and uh, you have a... You have a soft spot for animals. I do, too. And um, it was a stray dog that looked like it had had puppies. And she was very skinny. And um, there's a lot of, like, that app next door where people talk about their neighborhood. It's like Facebook for your neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, people had different opinions. Uh, one of my neighbors started putting out food for the dog in one of the – it's a city lot. It's not his yard. It was a city lot. He'd go down there and put water and and dog food. And we could tell the dog was eating it. And we'd even see the dog down there eating it. But then somebody kept coming and taking the bowls away, kept stealing the bowls. And so what What do you think that is? I'm not mad. I'm just trying to figure out why somebody didn't want the dog to be fed versus trying to help the dog. You seem more upset that they're taking away the, uh, I imagine these are like Ziploc containers. No, the, I don't uh, care those, about the containers. Those, you my, keep, but you always mention the bowls. My point about the bowls is it's not the cost of the bowls or anything. My point is someone's actively trying to not feed the you know, get us to stop feeding that dog. Some people uh, like dogs. Other people don't want a bunch of stray dogs in their neighborhood. Some people grew up, and I think back in the day, uh, you, you'll see every now and again, somebody with, like, a scar on their face. And you're like, what happened? And they're like, got bit by a dog when I was a kid. Yeah, They don't be. like dogs anymore. That's why I wasn't being mean about this conversation. I was just asking why somebody, you know, might take the bowls away every night and throw them in the trash. And But my neighbor keeps replacing the bowls, so there's, like, a little bowl war going on out there. Oh, I can imagine. I, you know... People love dogs too much sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you got people that would... Uh... Well, you just see a dog because I have a ring camera. Uh-huh. And this poor girl, um, she's skinny, emaciated, and she comes under my porch because I have a fan on my porch and I don't have a door or anything on my front porch. It's just you can come up. 
and I'll see her laying out there panting, you know, especially when it's 105 degrees. Mm -hmm. And you go, I got to give her water. You know, I couldn't just go, you know what, I'm going to forget about this. And um, anyway, I do have a happy ending to this story if you'd like to hear it. Well, yes, please. This is one of those dogs that seems sweet but skittish. Mm -hmm. You couldn't get within 15 feet of her. And uh, I saw a next door or or some social medium that uh, the dog finally was coming up to somebody and they've uh, they've adopted this dog okay good yes yeah, yeah that's, that? that's the best that's case kinda, scenario that's kind of the way i hoped it would go you know well technically though if you start feeding and watering a dog that's technically your dog you call it watering a dog you know when you give it water what do you call it <laughs> i call it giving it water you give water Wait, it you, you know water your dog <laughs> oh yeah i water my dog all the time <laughs> <laughs> you start watering a dog. Okay. What do you? But if you but, feed and if you feed and give it water, that's your dog. Yeah. Well, anyway, it had the best resolution possible, I think. Now it has a home. We never did find the puppies. We feel like somebody said that sometimes they'll abandon their puppies. So I don't know what's going on with that. But Lord. it's probably a coyote you're seeing out there, and you just don't realize <laughs> it. You somebody's got a possum or a coyote there. Y'all all thinking it's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets are free tomorrow again at 7.40 with our 98.5 The Bull fight. Hot ticket, hard one to get, but we've got them tomorrow here with 98.5 The Bull. Welcome into Did You See, brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park. Daniel, good morning to you. Good morning. Did you see that, um, well, first of all, it was raining today. Somebody thought it was an explosion this morning. It was, I guess, did it lightning and thunder this morning? Oh, yeah. Did I hear some of that? You didn't hear that? Mm-mm. I was Walked out. It was pretty windy, so we did have a uh, weather event this morning for sure, but it's going to keep things cooler today. Yeah. Alan's got the forecast coming up in just a moment. Uh, did you see this? A pilot, um, who is this, an American Airlines pilot, getting some attention after going on a tirade about flight etiquette and people being selfish and rude. They did it right over the old speaker on the plane. Remember, the flight attendants are primarily here for your safety after that. They're here to make the flight more enjoyable. They're going to take care of you guys, but you will listen to what they have to say because they represent my will in the cockpit or in the cabin. People should treat people the way you want to be treated, but I have to say in every single flight because people don't. They're selfish and rude. Don't lean on other people. Don't fall asleep on other people. Don't pass out on other people or drool on them unless you've talked about it. And they have a weather-assisted jacket. Little seniors, I know it stinks to be in the middle. Raise your hand. All right, nobody's listening. Fine. You own both armrests. That is my gift to you. Welcome on board our flight. 
So the pilot can make that uh, decision, the who gets the armrest on a well, plane? I think he was kind of being halfway just tongue-in-cheek about it. But the captain of a, an aircraft is the same as a captain on a ship. That's the law. Guys, number one. And um, it, But I like how he said, don't drool on somebody unless you've talked about it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I could imagine talking to a stranger and be like, hey, do you mind if I do a little drooling? I think... Um, when I th think of people being rude on an aircraft, it's not somebody that might gently fall asleep on me. It's those people that try to, like, break the line. You, you know when you land and the people that stand up and try to get in the aisle before everybody that, else? Man. You're supposed to go in rows. Everybody knows that. The one per You might get one person ahead. Why do they get up and uh, get in the aisle like that? Trust I never nuts. understood that either. These scammers are getting smart. Authorities in South Carolina are warning people that they're seeing a rise in scammers putting fake QR codes at parking lots. They will then pipe the payments into their bank accounts. Here's a tourist talking about the scam. You see one more QR code. You assume somebody associated with the parking lot did it. You instinctively just want to trust it. And if you want to just do it and kind of pay as you're walking to wherever it is you go, uh, yeah, I can see this being something people fall for pretty easily. We're so used to the self-service. Like you go into a restaurant, scan this for your menu, you know, scan the QR code to get to the site and all that. We're trying to reduce printing stuff out. So it makes a lot of sense. Look at that. I never would have suspected that whenever so I... To recap here, the QR code's the little square thing you scan with your cell phone. But if you saw one and a scammer made, like, let's say you had one on a, a sign at Walmart, and that's how you could pay, but a scammer printed off the same exact dimensions and a sticker and put it right on top of that one, you would think it was Walmart's, but the money would go to that guy. What I think about is if you go to, like, an event at uh, the BOK Center, some of those parking lots that charge up to $30 to park at some places... They have a QR code. So I guess the only way to make sure you're not getting scammed is maybe go pay at the kiosk. Yeah, the little, like, mailbox-looking thing you're on right. the corners. And then sometimes I see people working there with yellow jackets, and I'm like, are they legit? You never Definitely know. I watch these scammers. Did I tell you about that scam I saw in New Orleans the other day online? You know, you go to, uh, like, a tourist place. Like, if you go to the uh, Arch there in St. Louis, there will be sometimes what I call Silver Man. And that's a guy that's painted himself silver or gold, and he just stands really still. And people walk by and tip him. This guy in um, New Orleans just put a mannequin out there painted silver. <laughs> so everybody thinks the guy's people, super still. Yeah, people are walking by there just throwing money in his bucket all day long. That's pretty good, man. Hey, that's a good point. Let's go back to something you just said about the people wearing the yellow jackets mm -hmm. at parking lots. I have actually had this almost happen to me. I parked in a parking lot, and a guy came up and said, hey, man, he has 20 bucks to park here. He didn't even work in the parking lot. Right. You just got to watch out for random people just acting like they own the parking lot. Scammers uh, getting to be pretty clever, aren't pretty they? Pretty clever. I'm really worried now with uh, AI what they're going to be able to do because one day they're going to be able to, um, you know, somebody's going to call you like your kid and you don't know if it's your kid or the voice. What they say is come up with a, a code word just between you and your kid. So that could be anything like just cigar in that way. You go, okay, so now what's the code word? And if it doesn't know the code word, you know you're getting scammed. And you've just revealed your code word to everybody, cigar. I've changed it to cigarette. Okay. Well, I'm glad it was cigar back in the day, Bill Clinton. And TikToker's gone viral <laughs> with videos of herself wearing clothes her mom saved when she was young. As you say, Tyg, um, fashion is cyclical. So things come back around. And uh, here's a lady telling all parents now hey better hold on to your clothes this is your sign to keep all your clothes for your future daughter because my mom kept all of her clothes from when she was a teenager in high school and now i got so many cute things this is a denim dress from abercrombie in the 90s and it's so freaking cute i didn't even know abercrombie was around in the 90s oh my gosh. 
But now it's like one of my summer staples. Here's another item of clothing that was my mom's in the 90s. This one is a denim romper. Very cute. It's literally one of my favorite pieces of clothing ever. Save those clothes. Did you? I think about my parents. They had varied outfits, and uh, they could keep their clothes. But uh, my grandparents, my grandfather's especially, they only had like one outfit they wore, and it was uh, mm -hmm. overalls and like a white t-shirt. I mean, I never saw my papa very often outside of that. Yeah, overalls and a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had we like ought to bring that back. Huh? Well, that's what we ought to bring back. Just the one outfit. Just the overalls. You remember how, like, Ernest goes to camp? That guy, Ernest, he never changed. He had the same outfit he wore all the time. That takes away, you know, you don't have to make that decision every morning what you're going to wear. Yeah, it takes up creative energy to try to put together an outfit. However, you could channel that energy into something different, like making money, mm -hmm. becoming a better dad, if you didn't have to pick out your clothes every day. Should we start wearing overalls? I'll do it. Boy, we'd like that. We, well, we would not look good in overalls. We like the Mario <laughs> Brothers if we were to both start wearing overalls to work. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. We are Tig and Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. Popular movies, Tig. They will uh, increase the amount of uh, names of certain characters. Like, remember Twilight was big for a while there, and then uh, everybody was naming their dog Bella. A few people named their kid Bella. And now what movie do you think is going to cause hot new names? Barbie? Barbie and? Ken. Yep. That's going to be the next thing? Babynames.com. Say that searches for Barbie blew up by 300% in July and searches for Ken increased by 200%. Uh, I've not ever met a Barbie, but I guess Barbie's real name is Barbara. Oh, is it? So I you think could so. call her Barbara or Barbie? Um, I was actually, if I had another kid going to name her or him Oppenheimer. Really? Yeah. That's a good idea. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess, um, you know what's funny, Daniel? It's true about people naming things after pop culture items. Uh, you don't know this person. Maybe you met her, but we went to Auburn University, and there was an Olympic swimmer there. But she was from Zimbabwe, and uh, she they don't speak English over there. And she won the gold medal in the Olympics, so she was like a national hero in Zimbabwe. I don't even think they'd ever had an Olympic gold medal winner. And so people were going nuts. The president would have her to the palace and all this. And they started naming their kids backstroke and freestyle after swimming strokes. Really? Yeah, because wow. they just didn't know. So it does. There is an effect when something's popular. I think that uh, you're right on to something. My, um, my granddad, both of my grandparents actually named after presidents, uh, but my one granddad is Herbert Hoover Baker, and it turns out he'd gone, when he, they, he was born, went to the hospital, my great-grandparents had the baby, and they said, Doctor, you just named the baby. And the doctor's <laughs> like, ah. And I guess Herbert Hoover had been elected that day, so they named it Herbert Hoover. Wow. <laughs> I think you're on to something. Then uh, I have a great, great uncle. Uh, he was born, I think, in the 60s, my uncle Rosa Parks. <laughs> so I, I think <laughs> a lot of times they name people after uh, history. Yeah. yeah, I got an uncle O.J. Simpson. Oh, yeah. Uncle O.J., good. <laughs>